Hey friends, this is Linda, and thanks for tuning in to Calling Water. Happy New Year! It's our first episode of 2022, and I'm so excited for all the Bible discovery and rediscovery we're going to do together this year. I hope that these messages have inspired you to also intentionally examine scripture on your own, absorb what it means, and allow it to call you to do something about it. In today's episode, The True Light, we're looking at John chapter 1 verses 1 through 18 and how God is still in the business of bringing light into the world just as he did in the beginning, except now it's into our hearts. Let's get started. So you all know the song, This Little Light of Mine, right? It's a famous children's hymn and the lyrics go, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. That's the entire first verse. And we all hum it or sing it mindlessly from time to time. And my three-year-old recently started singing this absentmindedly to himself as he plays with his toy cars. But pause for a sec and let's think about this. What exactly is this little light of mine and what does it mean to let it shine? Today's text answers these questions for us. John chapter 1 tells us that Jesus is a light that permeates throughout the darkness, and yet there are still so many who cannot recognize this light. Even among so-called believers, we forget to let the light of Christ shine in us and through us, and we give in to the darkness way too frequently. Maybe it's because we haven't allowed the light, the true light, to fully saturate us. Maybe we're afraid to let the light in completely because it will expose us and make us vulnerable. But it's a new year, and thus it's the perfect time for us to reset and readjust our eyes to the light that is Jesus Christ. And there's no better place to start than in the beginning. Now, when we hear the phrase in the beginning, most of us church folks will immediately think of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, because in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We know that by heart. But let's read the first few verses of Genesis chapter 1 together. And these are verses 1 through 4. And it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. Now check out the first few verses of the Gospel of John. We'll be reading verses 1 through 5. It says, in the beginning was the word and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Now, in both of these passages, in Genesis and in John, you see a lot of similar language talking about light and dark and how light has to be separated from the darkness. And I don't think this is mere coincidence that these two passages are so similar thematically. The very first verse of the very first chapter 
of the very first book of the Bible, Genesis, firmly establishes God as creator of the universe. It doesn't leave anything open to interpretation. God did it. God made the heavens and the earth. So everything. And not only did he create everything, by his words, all things were created. God said, let there be light, and there was light. Then we switch over to John, and we find that in the beginning was the, the word. The word was with God, the word was God, and that word is Jesus, God's son. God's word, also known as Jesus, was there in the beginning and also created all things. This parallel between these Old and New Testament texts confirms Jesus' purpose for coming to this earth, to be the tangible hands and feet of our invisible God. If we read ahead in verse 18 of John chapter 1, it says, No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. The theological term for this is incarnation, God in human form. God came in a form that our very limited and finite human minds could comprehend. But beyond that, Jesus was the manifest word. What God spoke, God brought into existence. God's word and God's actions are one and the same. Likewise, Jesus was human, and yet he exhibited the same divine quality. What he said and what he did were always perfectly in sync. And not only was Jesus there at the dawn of creation, he is the originator of light. God brought literal light into the formless void and darkness, but Jesus was the metaphorical light that would bring the world out of the darkness of sin. As John describes in chapter 1 verse 9, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Now, in the beginning, God created light so that light can be made available to everyone. Then Jesus came so that he could be the light for everyone. And in Genesis chapter 1, verse 5, it tells us that God saw that the light was good and separated it from the darkness. And John chapter 1, verse 5 tells us that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness could not overcome it. Now, this is the very light that was prophesied long before Jesus came to this earth in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2, where it says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. So not only did God bring forth his word and the light into being, it was personified in the person of Jesus. The word became flesh and dwelled among us. And if that was the end of the story, Jesus would be just another mythological figure, right? But the gospel goes further and shows us exactly why Jesus came. John chapter 1 verses 12 through 13, it says, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, He gave the right 
to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Now, even though God sent Jesus such that God himself might be recognizable to his own creation, the Bible tells us that the world did not recognize him. Now think for a second how bizarre that is. Here's God waiting to claim his creation, not just as created entities, but as his children. He would endow all the rights, privileges, and inheritance to all those who would receive him, And that's all that's required to be brought into the kingdom, to receive his son. And yet so many have turned a blind eye to this very, very simple truth. Now, some of you might have never heard about this saving grace that is Jesus before. And others of you may have heard the message of salvation a thousand times before. But whether this is your first or thousand and first time, The message God is giving us all is the same. Because God has not changed, he still yearns to be close to you. He still wants you to abide in his word and know that you are his treasured creation. He wants you to escape the pull of temporary pleasures that live in the darkness and rather come fully into the light of Christ. He wants you to receive his son, Jesus, such that you may also be sons and daughters, and not the kind that's like the black sheep in the family tree, because we all have one of those, but as his beloved favorites. Because make no mistake, you are loved. So friends, this is the beginning. Even if you've been attending church your whole life, this is it. Let's start anew and make every effort to get to know our God more this year and every year thereafter. Make the commitment, believe in Jesus. And when I say believe in Jesus, I I don't mean just that he's a person who existed and not just in his power, but believe that he is your savior. Believe that the creator of all things wants to be in a relationship with you. Receive the Son so that you may know the Father, who is the God who welcomes you, waits for you, and is bursting to fill your life with His Word and with His light. Make that light your own. Claim that true light as mine and make every effort to let it shine in you and let it shine outward through you. Take that little light of mine and let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for sending your son into this chaos that has become our world. There are so many voices both within us and without that keep us in the darkness and keep us away from your heavenly light. But God, like you spoke at the beginning of time, speak into the deepest recesses of our hearts and say, let there be light. Chase away the forces of the enemy that lock us in the prisons of our own self-doubt, fears, worries, and disease. 
and draw us into that wonderful, glorious light and teach us to shine the light of Jesus and into a deeper, loving relationship with you and with others. Thank you for being the one true light, a light that will never flicker or fade, but will burn bright for us always. In Jesus' name, amen.